Hello and welcome to Ready Gamer 1, a podcast for video game news, retro gaming, and nerd culture. I'm your host, Ben Cornett. On today's episode, we're going to do a quick news update, our review of the Sea of Thieves beta, and discuss the big reveal for the Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Labo. Our episode music is listed in the description below. Lights, camera, and action. Brandon Loera is back with us here on Ready Gamer 1. Brandon, welcome back. Oh, thank God. It's... Oh... Hello, kitties. <laughs> that sounded like thunderous applause. <laughs> what a welcome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thank you for having me again. And it is nice um, to be back. And thanks again for being patient. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, so so Brandon has been filming. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can't really talk too much about it. Uh, it's not porn, to my understanding. Uh, which, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Maybe next time. Do you have a Ben Swallow scene in this movie? Oh, dude. <sighs> I can't say anything. I can't. Oh, I can't say anything. But it is. There's, there's hope. It's a sports movie, so I mean, just use your imagination. Oh hey. Yeah. Okay. I'm already there. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been filming in Texas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been around the. Uh, oh well, I'll just say Dallas area because people who aren't from Texas aren't going to know. Yeah, it's all been around here. Thank God. Yeah, nice. But it's it's going a little bit slower than usual. Uh, we've hit a, we've hit some roadblocks, but um, we should be done around early March, is what I'm hoping for. Awesome. So we'll, we'll have a little bit more Brandon coming at us. Josh could not join us today. He's actually a little bit under the weather, and actually I'm battling a little bit of a head cold. I was out in California last week and came back to the lovely sub-zero temperatures of Michigan. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, that sucks. What is yeah, it? That's... What what is it over there? Uh, I think the high today was like, no, nah, it's a little warmer than that, but I think it's like about 28 right now. Oh, still. Still a little chilly. It's poopy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. When you go from like 70s to 20s, it's not great. Oh, that's true. <laughs> California is that hot over there right now? You know, they are in a weird heat wave down there in LA. Like it's in the 80s in LA right now, but uh, even San Jose saw some really warm weather last week. It was like 65 and 70 were like the highs. It's just it's very... Very not normal for this time of year there. You know, I went, yeah, because I went down there during the summer uh, a couple of years ago, and it was like 50s like during the day. And I was like, oh, if this is how it is all the time, I would live here forever. Mm-hmm. In San Jose? No, in L.A., sorry. Oh, that's well, that's kind of weird for L.A. L.A. is kind of warm in the summer. Oh, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. All right, you want to dive into some news meow? Yeah, let's do that. Nintendo's first mobile game, Mitomo, will be closing its doors on May 9th, 2018. Thank God. This doesn't come as much of a surprise as the appeal of Mitomo was lost very early <laughs> on. So sorry to the few of you that really enjoyed the game, but oh God. game over, kids. Oh, we all saw it coming. And uh, so with that mobile game ending, Nintendo also announced the arrival of Mario Kart Tour for mobile devices due out in March 2019. Uh, in, I don't think we know much about it uh and and like no features that we know uh for the game right now but it's mario kart plus mobile devices so it should be self-explanatory yeah hopefully it's as fun as it sounds in other news far cry 5 is offering far cry 3 in its season pass purchase many fans of the series suggest that far cry 3 has been the best game in the series so fans have that to look forward to hmm you know i would kind of agree with that now that i'm thinking of it I think he had the best villain, too. I don't remember yeah. his name, but he was just, God, what an actor. Man, I would love <laughs> to do something like that. Anyway, Rockstar 
has announced that Red Dead Redemption 2 will be released on October 26, 2018 for the PS4 and Xbox One. And personally for me, I don't know how this date is going to be met. So I think it's going to be delayed, but that's just me. We will see. We shall see. And finally, in our news update, our partner site Gamelust will soon be giving away five keys to the upcoming Steam game Guardians of Orion, oh. a game that looks to be a hybrid of Halo meets Turok. Huh. I was told to make sure I stressed that it was like Halo and not Destiny. Uh, <laughs> be sure to check out our Gamelust for more information, www.gamelust.com. Ben recently partnered up with the owner of Gamelust during the closed beta for the upcoming <laughs> Sea of Thieves by Rare. Tell us about it. For those of you that watched the stream, the one of you, <laughs> it's an interesting pirate game. Of course, uh, for me, pirate gaming is anything from LucasArts, meaning if it's not Monkey Island branded, it's probably going to get lost on me very easily. Um, overall, it was an interesting game. It's, it's kind of like a puzzle adventure game. Um, kind of neat. I will honestly tell you about 25 minutes of us playing that game were spent in the bar, uh, drinking grog and throwing up on each other. And then realizing that when we were drunk, um, we could, uh, not only spew vomit on each other and basically it was like the equivalent of like Nickelodeon slime. It was awesome. Uh, we could play our instruments and they would be so drunkenly terribly bad. It was very funny, but, um, Aside that and me trolling the ever-loving hell out of Rob, uh, there was not a whole lot more for the game for me. I mean, I, I sat there and rang the bell on the ship the entire time. So that was, you know, I, I basically I told everybody who rewatches the stream, you know, there's a drinking game. Every time I ring the bell, take a shot. And people would die within about 30 seconds. <laughs> so that's uh, and then you would do. Yeah. And then Rob, the brain trust that he is, decides to bring on some uh, gunpowder on the boat. And it's like... I wonder what happens if I fire my pistol at this. And uh, meanwhile, I'm down there, you know, swabbing the decks, you know, because that's what you're supposed to do in the game. You know, it's a pirate simulator of some sort, too. And um, I die because he blows up the damn ship. <laughs> While you're mopping. While I'm mopping. Oh. The audacity. How, how dare him. <laughs> Overall, for a beta, it's it, it's got some work still to come. Uh, I don't know if I'll actually buy it when it comes out. So is this early stages? So I didn't do the alpha. I know that Rob did the alpha, and he said that a lot has been improved since the alpha. But uh, as far as actually the final product, unless there's just something way more compelling to have it, I just can't see myself logging and say, all right, guys, let's go play Sea of Thieves. Maybe if I had like three other people like dedicated to play with, that could be fun. But, you know, I mean, Rob and I had a good time, but it wasn't as fun as I was hoping it would be. So it is an MMO too, right? Yeah. Okay, so so how is interfacing with all the other people who are in the beta? Uh we got ganked pretty quick. Um, oh, somebody yeah. like jumped a hold of our jumped on our, our ship, killed us and uh sailed away with our ship. So that was <laughs> that was neat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than that, the idea of it is really it's a, it's a really great game. I don't know if I would have preferred maybe playing it with a keyboard and mouse maybe might have made more sense for me. Um I don't know, a controller game just didn't, it felt like there was too much going on and I I needed like 
dedicated number buttons to access everything instead of like hold the left button down and then access this other menu. I see. One of those kind of games. Uh, I guess the important question that I want to ask is um, the grog. Is it like, oh, yeah. is it like Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor grog, or is it the same thing, or is it different? Well, I mean, we're talking about Middle Earth versus, right, uh, right. you know, piracy days. Um, no, I mean, it's just in a barrel and it says grog with like three axes on it. There is a um, there's a very chesty barmaid that serves it to you. Sexy. Um, and you can throw up on her. So that was neat. Ooh. How did she sound? How did she sound? Do you remember? Tell it. Uh, she didn't have Show a us. voice. She didn't have a voice? Oh, man. No. So, yeah, I mean, overall, it was um, Poop. just just a very different experience of a game. <laughs> well, poop. I probably won't get it either, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to sway everybody. Oh, well, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not I'm not one of those those gamers. It's just um, the only one that I was really interested in was Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, what a bummer that was. Yeah, that disappointed me as well. I mean, I don't know how it is now. I haven't downloaded or I haven't bought and downloaded Morrowind and all the other add-ons and stuff. But all that I all that I've been hearing, and I know that I'd rather experience it for myself. But it just seems to be getting the same type of reviews that Destiny Two is getting right now. They're just like you know, stop with all this extra stuff and all these problems that you guys are making for yourselves just the game's dead just go on and start working on six no that's that's very true you know in comparison if you look at like grand theft auto 5 the online play for that that is still thriving that's ridiculous and i'm not really into the online play for gta (laughs) so yeah me either but i'm glad it's doing so well i mean that is just crazy considering all the, the the rest of the games that aren't doing so well with their online aspects so good for them yeah Well, Nintendo trolled everyone pretty well a few weeks ago, <laughs> if you remember that. Oh, big time. Leading many to think that uh, an Animal Crossing Switch title was coming. Uh, what was announced kind of confused a lot of us. So what came out of that was Nintendo Labo, and it is their newest innovative software designed for the Nintendo Switch and looks to go a step back from making the Switch VR complete client, but instead encouraging Switch owners to build things out of cardboard and use the Switch and Joy-Cons to make these cardboard things come to life. I never would have thought of that. I mean, they had been trolling everybody so bad on Twitter, like, oh, big announcement, big announcement. And then, like, we were thinking, oh, dude, it's going to be Animal Crossing. I even thought, like, oh, man, they might have, like, Metroid Prime 4, like, ready to start a demo. Okay. No way. No way. And I'm, you know, that was, like, my absolute hopefulness. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) then then I see this video of a conveyor belt with, like, stuff coming down. And I'm like, "Uh, okay, what are we we looking at here? And... (laughs) Yeah, I just was not ready for that. So, so from making a fishing rod and uh, to a Linus-sized keyboard, uh, you know, piano keyboard, mm. Nintendo Labo looks like it will aim more at the edutainment side of things for this game. Nintendo will show off all, if not more. Let me take that back. I'm sorry. Uh, Nintendo Labo will show off all, if not more, of the Joy-Con features, uh, including a night vision camera. So for those of you who own a Switch, on your right Joy-Con at the bottom, there is this little sensor 
And that apparently is a camera. So um, that is interesting. Um, Not so much like a a dedicated camera like what we have on our phones or anything by any means. But uh, so that thing will be able to read like infrared and heat. So I'm not sure how I feel about my new big brother switch. (laughs) (laughs) What are you wearing? <laughs> exactly, right? Nope, this is Khakis. back to the whole boxers or brief thing from a, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I, th- I think it's neat. And I think it really will play to the people who want to become developers and people who want to study that going forward with their lives. I have no interest in buying it because I think, first of all, really? it's too expensive. Um, okay. Basically, I'm I'm glad that they found a use for all the cardboard for the Wii U boxes that will never now be used. Ooh, oh burn! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I wish I would have come up with that. Uh, but I, you know, I mean, it's the truth. I mean, uh, good on Nintendo for recycling, but come on, guys, really. I literally was expecting something like way, way big. That's not to take away that I don't think it's innovative and neat. It really is. How many times have we like picked up some inanimate object and like turned it into a toy? I don't know. Maybe I had a really depressing childhood, but uh, you know, there are times where like Whopper boxes could become like a little monster, and then like you know, suddenly my GI Joes are like attacking a Whopper box. You know, take down the evil (laughs) conglomerate McDonald's. Maybe I didn't have a depressing childhood so much as a very interesting one. What an advanced childhood. Holy crap. I was ready for war at a very early age. <laughs> Down with this system. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but I, I, you know what? I, I'm kind of, I'm going to disagree with you. I kind of like this. I don't know if I'll buy it right off the bat, but. <laughs> I see a use for it in your house. I do. I can't wait for you to videotape your cats watching you like <laughs> just screw with them. Oh God. Yeah. That's where this game will be rod. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who has a cat, get it now. <laughs> exactly. Um, it'll just be new toys for them. Uh, really expensive cardboard <laughs> toys. Yes. Uh, and hopefully there's like free replacements, uh, but there won't be. <laughs> and the, uh, I, I, I saw a couple of videos online um, detailing some of the demos. Um, no mm-hmm. one has shown, as, as far as what I've seen, how to actually put it together. Um, so I don't know how long the process will take, uh, but I guess that's kind of half the fun to some people. Because yeah. um, I don't know if it's going to be like, as far as uh, complexity, <laughs> you know, Legos. Ikea simulator. <laughs> Ikea. Oh my God. Yeah. Those, those really expensive, like, um, architecture, architect. Is that my, am I saying that right? Architecture. 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 Now I'm having like a stroke. Hold on. Wow. Architecture. You know, you say those certain words so many times, it just sounds like nothing. Whatever that is. It's like really modern. That's two. Or that level of complexity. I don't know if you've ever seen those things, but those things are difficult F. So yeah, I mean, there's a very interesting puzzle aspect to it because I mean, you you do have to assemble everything before you can actually utilize it. I think that this is another. You know, like I said earlier, this does show off the Joy Cons in a different light. I mean, One Two Switch was really the game that was showing off a lot of the HD rumble and everything else about the Switch and the new Joy Cons and. Um, 
I don't think a whole lot of people bought that game. I bought it because I wanted to learn more about the uh, the Joy Cons and whatnot. And I wanted a party game. I wanted something that you know, I the few times that I do entertain and let people over, uh, you know, I want them to be able to. Oh, you have a Switch? Yeah, let me show you all the cool things it does. Because they're actually in in one two Switch. There's a mini game where you have to determine like how many marbles are in a box, and the box is the Joy Con, and so you can move the Joy Con like left to right in your hand, and these little vibrations will move along the entire length of the Joy-Con. So it's really neat. So that technology will then be applied to making like these little cardboard monstery things grow or, you know, fishing and, and whatnot. Of course, the piano idea is really cool, but, you know, I have a keyboard at home anyway, so who knows? Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool, especially I was looking at one. Well, actually, it was on Nintendo Holux. Uh, some, some guys who were on there, they made a, a video of a demo and, um, they were messing with the fishing rod and they're like, dude, you know, one little piece of cardboard basically made this fishing rod come to life. And it was, and it extends too. It's, it's kind of neat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, that's cool in its own right, but there's also that, 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 um, I don't know the way you make the cardboard that makes it click every time you, you, you know, you wind the fishing, um, uh, reel. Oh yeah. And that, I mean, they're like, if you don't have that, it's it just feels fake, but now it feels real. And I was like, dude, that's that's magic right there. Hmm. I don't know, but uh, from the the stuff that I've seen, I'm kind of interested. I I'm not gonna pay that right now, but um, maybe later. Yeah, I mean they they have a different kind of a marketing way they can do this. I mean they can put out like a like a master builder set where they can have everything that's available in like in phase one, or they can do like you know individual packs. But I think they're running about twenty bucks, and it's like I just I don't know. I, there's no amiibo functionality to it. I wish there was like a, they would make a, maybe later, but like a bigger bundle of everything and just yeah. kind of discount it a little bit. I'd be, I'd be down for that. That's probably an inevitable thing to happen. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, otherwise it's, it's just wasted cardboard. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you're having somebody buy every single individual pack, you know, that kind of adds up after a while. And if they're buying what, like five to 10 packs. How do you think they're going to come packaged? Do you think the cardboard will come packaged inside of cardboard? I think it'll be inside of glass. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I mean, the only, only way that it would come in cardboard is if you ordered it online, you know, order from Amazon. And like, there's there's no latches or anything. It's you, It gives you a, a tiny little hammer and then you just, you just break the glass. <laughs> That's how I would do it. <laughs> In case of Nintendo Labo break glass. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I think it's... Patent pending. Yeah. I, this is, this, I have the same feeling about Nintendo Labo after the first time I watched The Last Jedi. I'm like, okay. Oh, wait. Don't say anything. I haven't seen it yet. Good Lord. Why, why do I have two co-hosts on the show that have yet to see The Last Jedi? Because I am doing a movie myself, Ben. And then Brandon started a podcast. You are Brandon. Josh started a podcast on the side. (laughs) Inside what? Uh, No, he did a different. He did another one from with uh, some people from Monroe. Oh, he's not. He's not asked me to be on that. I'm a little offended. You should be. Let's beat him up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, where where do you see the future of Nintendo Labo? Like, what what is the ultimate goal for Nintendo Labo? Well, I'll tell you this. They have a leg up on something that nobody else will copy. 
See, uh, well, I guess that's true. That's kind of like the Wiimote idea again, right? Well, even the Wiimote was copied, like Sony and Xbox Connect, and um, well, I, guess I don't remember what Nintendo, Sony's was Didn't called. Nintendo lose that lawsuit too? <laughs> About I'm the not sure. Maybe, <laughs> but I have a feeling that Sony and Xbox aren't going to do this. No, and I mean this. This is an interesting time right now because if you look at Sony specifically, at Sony for the VR. I, I don't want to say that it's a failure, but if you go to Sony's website, you can actually request uh, a rental of the VR. Really? Yeah. So that's not normal to be able to rent the VR headset. I get why they would do it to like entice sales, but it's not selling. Just the Oculus by itself or even like their own brand? And, no, like, like the flat out, the, the, the PlayStation VR. Like Oculus is its own thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, I, I know I have two friends that have the Sony VR. And they have said wonderful things about it. I myself have had the Oculus Rift on. I got to do Oculus Rift at E3 last year. Mm-hmm. I will say that it was neat, but I don't think I could sit there with a headset on for more than 25 to 30 minutes. That's true. I mean, it, it's just like wearing earphones and stuff. I mean, it just, I mean, it may be comfortable, you know, when you put them on, but after a while, it kind of just makes your ears hurt after, yeah. after yeah, some I'm, time of wearing it. That's like every flight I've ever been on. Yep. You know, I mean, even, even my Switch, I can't, I can't sit and play my Nintendo Switch for like more than an hour on a flight. Hmm. I don't get it as bad. I have a coworker that actually like, he, like his, uh, I envision, yeah, like he, he flat out, like I, I put uh, breath of the wild on our big screen uh, in our conference room. And I mean, it looked, you know, it was amazing, but he had to like leave the conference room and like watch from the door because he like, <laughs> because you know, I, I was jumping around and like having link glide all over the place. So he was like, Oh my God, I'm going to get sick. And I was like, really? Yeah. But you know, and I'm just like sitting there, but then I was like, Oh, you know what? <laughs> I can see it now. VR also doesn't have as many games as I'd like it to. No. I did mine with Resident Evil, though. That was terrifying. Ooh, that'd be a fun one to do VR on. Yeah, you turn your head to the right, and then you see a giant zombie. It's like, what the heck? Oh, speaking of, that was such a good game, by the way. Such a good purchase. Holy crap. Skyrim VR is about to come out, isn't it? Oh, my God. No. please, Please tell me no. They don't need to release another version of Skyrim. You haven't seen it? It's been on everything. Yeah, it's coming out soon. Oh, well, if this is actual things that have been like announced, I'm glad I've been immune. <laughs> Good Lord. That's all we need. Yeah. Well, if, you know. If, Skyrim if, coming to your toaster in 2020. We make that joke every time, but, you know, it might happen. It's such a sad truth. I mean, it'd be cool. We just, honestly, I mean. I mean, that's the experience everyone's wanting, right? To be in a world like that, fully immersed, you know, able to swing a sword, able to feel the feedback of a hit or something like that, to be able to walk around, you know, at a normal height, see everything that you see in good quality. Jeez, you're like describing something that sounds so familiar. Oh, could it be Ready Player One? Yeah. No, but you you are you're bringing a good point. Like people are looking for an escape, and I can't wait till we talk about Ready Player One on the next episode. Right. But anyway, uh, no, you that that's a solid point. Um, that's half the reason I got super addicted to World of Warcraft the first time I started playing it because I was like, wow, I'm like really sucked into this world of Azeroth, and I'm able to like level up my mage and and really 
you know, do interesting things. Now, of course, I uh, was very good at uh, what, what's that term? Cattailing, catfishing. What what is it? <laughs> I think it's garbage. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was able to get a lot of gold just by doing uh, slash dance in the town square. Because uh, okay. you know a lot of horny pervs <laughs> play World of Warcraft. I'm like <laughs> I'm like 17, and a did dude. you play a girl? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that'll get it. Hey, I know what sells in this industry, dude. Ugh, I can't believe you. <laughs> you sent so low <laughs> just to get a few coins, dude. But I was able to get some really good gear. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what was your username? Oh, was it like uh, my mage was named Vesper Frost. You sure it wasn't like legs are open sixty nine or something like that? Uh, no, that's my Reddit username. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> now I suddenly want to see if that username's available on Reddit so I can claim it. <laughs> uh, no, um, yeah, Vesper Vesper Frost was my mage. And that was a combination of two Bond girls. That was Vesper Lind and Miranda Frost. Wow. And then uh, then I came up with a warlock that I named Vettidorf. So that was a combination. Say that again? Vettidorf? Vettidorf. So it was, you know, Vatty from um, the Zelda series. And also then I added Dorf at the end of it, like Ganondorf. Oh, bro. Okay. Okay. Let's stop. Let's stop. Yeah. So it got kind of nerdy. No, no, no. Oh, Hold on. What? what? How do you say? How do you say that name again? Vaddy. Vaddy. Yeah. Big bad, evil dude in 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 Legend of Zelda, and you call him Vaddy. Yeah, because I'm from the Midwest. Dude. Give it to me, Hollywood. Okay. What's the real name? All right, I'm thinking. Vati. It's Vati. Probably because he's got two A's, but. When you're from the Midwest, you know, and you just start calling Vanny. everything v- Vadidorf, you know, he's, he's my favorite character. You know, Vaddy from the Legend of Zelda is like one of the best villains. See? Big bad Vaddy. Yeah. Big bad baddie Vaddy. Oh, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. But it was a good combination. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Did you, did you uh, even put the double A's nice. in there too? I did. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe people thought it was a cooler username than you actually thought it was. Probably. <laughs> but of course, I, but I I also formed a guild too, and it was named the Nocturne of Shadow. Ooh, so awesome! Ooh, isn't that, isn't like that neat? And then actually, um, uh, that was the the Horde team, and then on the um on the Alliance side, Vesper Lind was our uh, Vesper Frost was a member of the Prelude of Light. I was I was I like super it. into like trying to make like a Zelda MMO happen at that time. <laughs> yeah, I you know what I that's the MMO I'd be down for. That's what we're asking. Oh, absolutely. For. Yeah, yeah. Give me World of Hyrule. <laughs> but I mean, is is there a Nintendo MMO that that they do? You know, because of just the the basic toxicity and the restraint that they put on online gameplay. Would they ever do that? No. Yeah. No, they would never do it. I'd say that Smash Brothers is probably the closest that would incorporate all the characters we'd ever want. But you know, and then like you know, Nintendo's announcing that they're going to do the uh, the online party system what in September of 2018. 
Like, why are we waiting yeah. that much longer? Like, what's the big announced title for September of 2018? Is that, or maybe they have some more tweaking to do with the online aspect. Yeah. So I, I'm expecting, you know, since since they've confirmed that for September, that we will see a lot of new information about the online features of the Switch at E3 this year. Speaking of, um, should we talk about, since it's a game that people are thinking is going to come up, there was some rumor by some girl that was pretty reliable. It was um, the Smash 4 Deluxe or Smash 5. Is it Smash 5? Smash, Smash 4. Yeah, no, the, I've, I've seen that article as well. Yeah, they're talking about Smash Deluxe. They're talking about Skyward Sword HD. The other one was Pikmin 4 and then um, Mario Maker 2. And all of those are very believable titles to be making their way over to the Switch. Um, Skyward Sword HD makes sense because they're already under development for the next Legend of Zelda title, which will still be in the same vein of Breath of the Wild, very open world and whatnot. Um, My only hope and concern is that they need to put more Zelda story into the next Zelda game. Breath of the Wild, that was the only thing for me that was was a, a negative is that Breath of the Wild felt very much not like a Zelda game. It felt like Skyrim with Zelda characters. That's what it was for me. You know, people are... I think people are done with open worlds with nothing to do but fetch fetch quests and then, um, you know, a, a haphazard story that they just string together. Yeah. I think what people are needing now is going back to basics, going for a more linear thing with, uh, you know packed full of story yeah absolutely you know, I, I know it might be heresy to say that but um i love me and some open world stuff but it's getting kind of uh you know tiring like zombie movies yep it really is and also mario maker 2 yeah i don't think that that would be a thing and here's why i think that they should just if they're gonna port it over to the switch just add some more i mean mario maker already has all you need just if you're thinking of something else add some more content. The only thing that uh, to me it's missing is that it's Mario World or Mario 2 is the only thing that's missing. Like the ability to pick up stuff and throw it. But to me that's a different yeah, game mode. Okay. Yeah, they can probably do that easily. Yeah. Um just just make a a DLC for it and then, you know, they know that that's going to sell. Why not try like a Legend of Zelda maker? Oh, that would be such a big hit. Yeah, like a, if especially if you do it like between an 8-bit or a 16-bit overworld view. Yeah, I, that'd be a fun game. I don't see what the point is in making a second one. Just, uh, I mean, just just add all the content and DLC or whatever, and and, and add it to uh, add a couple more, you know, patches and stuff. Whatever you need to put it to the Switch, like you're doing everything else. There's no reason to make a two. There's not enough. I don't think there's enough yeah. content to really bring a two into this picture. But anyway. Yeah, no, this is this is good stuff to talk about when we uh, get some more information about E3 and speculation for E3, for sure. True that. So, well, with that being said, I think that's a good place to uh, to wrap this episode up of Ready Gamer 1. Mm-hmm. Be sure to continue to follow us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. As always, leave us some feedback and reviews. Those always help us to know how we can improve and make this more awesome. Be sure to join us next time on Ready Gamer 1 when we discuss video games at the movies. That will include our discussion on the upcoming Ready Player 1. If you're a fan of true crime podcasts, we recommend you check out Done Disappeared featuring John David Booter. You won't. Visit our friends at Game Lust for video game news and reviews. 
They promise the sticky stuff on your controller is just soda. www.gamelust.com Keep up with all the fun Nintendo memes on the Hyrule Herald social media and join our support group at Nintendoholics. Until next time, I'm Ben Cornett along with Brandon Loera, and this has been Ready Gamer 1. Take care of each other out there. Adios. Ha 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 ha!